Welcome back to Brotherly Belize, Faith, Family, and Fun. I'm Malik. And I'm Tristan. Join us for candid conversations about life tapestry from the faith that binds us, family that shapes us, to the pure fun woven in every moment. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and let's dive into the heart of our stories and enjoy a incredible, incredible episode of Brotherly Beliefs. <laughs> let's talk about trust. Yeah. So, love is... <clears throat> love can be scary. Yeah. Newly... No, we should say that. Relationships in the beginning can be scary, yeah. right? Because you're ultimately putting trust like into someone that like you don't know or anything like yeah. that. So it's like new. Yeah. yeah. So how do you go about how did how did you go about building that trust and keeping that trust? Man, like we said on our previous podcast, things like that, there's a thing called dating. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people our age or this generation doesn't really know about that or really do that anymore. But with me and Savannah, we actually did that. We actually took dates and things like that. So it was really refreshing to actually get to know her and see what her background was and things like that. So just... Just being able to like pick her brain in that way, it helped out a lot more for me to be able to gain her trust and understand what kind of woman she is. Yeah, one hundred percent. How about yourself? Um, obviously I was deployed, and so, but I, my biggest thing is I'll ask questions and I, and I'll have those hard conversations in order to see if beliefs and, and, and stuff like that align with one another because yeah. it's important. It's important to have that that alignment of beliefs. Absolutely. Because, like, um, I can't remember the exact percentage, but not having the same uh, beliefs religion-wise can yeah. uh, increase your chances of divorce, right? And so things like that, they hard conversations and from everything from religion money parenting everything these are conversations you should have way before you ever get married yeah and the truth is a lot of people don't right these are all conversations after the fact yeah they're just living in the moment and then when life hits them then that's when all those conflicts start to happen yeah and then it feels like you're fighting one thing after another because you never had a hard conversation beforehand Mm -hmm. of this I can give you an example, like breastfeeding, mm-hmm. right? Me and Caitlin just had a conversation about breastfeeding, and she's like, "What if it's draining?" And I was like, "Well, like, I don't want to not breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, that's the best thing. Like, mm-hmm. That's the best option. That's the most healthy. Your supply is not enough. Okay, we can we can have that conversation there. It's draining the life out of you. We can have that conversation when we get there. Mm-hmm. But as of now, we got to breastfeed." Mm-hmm. And she's like. And she understands what I'm saying, but Kaylin's a high risk for postpartum depression. So that's her, she has to be like we have to have those conversations of like these things can happen. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we gonna do? Okay, as of now, we're gonna breastfeed, and if you start feeling this way or or, or your supply is not enough, we'll come back to the conversation of. Where do we go from here? Are we going to supplement? Are we going to, like, because there's so many options. Right. You guys can have that conversation now. Like, just in case, just have backup plans and things like that. Just like you said, you could supplement. You can try and do, like, have breast milk, have formula, or things like that. Or even if it gets to that point where she can't or doesn't want to at all, then just switch formally you know what i mean but you guys are able to have that conversation now so that way when the time comes it's like not a shock or not a sudden change of things yeah and i think the biggest thing that that like people our age need to work on is not everything has to be your way exactly Mm -hmm. right because will you can easily get into this conversation and you could ask we'll say Caitlin asked me a question <clears throat> and I give her an answer and she doesn't like my answer. So she, and this is not true. This is just a scenario. Um, she doesn't like my answer. So she makes a decision. Well, this is what we're going to do. No, that it, it's, yeah. 
you got you got to find some agreement, like, right? And yeah. Especially with children and money, these are things you have to be in agreement with. These are things you have to compromise with. These mm-hmm. are not things that it's one way or the other. This is right. it's not a boundary. You can't make boundary with children, yep. right? It's not how things work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bouncing yeah. back on uh, trust, right? But that all comes yeah. down to trust, right? Because tr- Trust is giving someone the power to break you and knowing they won't. Yeah. Or hoping they won't. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because they very well can, but you're trusting that they won't yep. do that. Yeah. yeah. We're giving them every feeling, every thought, and all of this, the vulnerability. Um, and that's that's a big thing. We can even dig into that. Yeah, because being vulnerable around someone takes a lot. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. truly vulnerable, like, and that's how you know you really trust someone. Yeah, and I think I think for men in society, it's hard. Absolutely, it's it's painted as this, and it's getting better, but it's still painted as this as this negative thing of you can't tell someone how you really feel. You yeah. can't really show emotion. Um, I could tell you, Galen seen me cry mm-hmm. more than anybody in this world. Yep. I've never cried in front of anybody for like openly or just like willingly mm-hmm. before Galen because that was not who I was. That's not <laughs> what right, I did. Yeah. 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 Uh, bouncing back on breastfeeding, man, this it's hard it's it's definitely a challenge and i'd say that from watching savannah like just just from the frustrations of if you're not being able to supply enough and things like that and just it taking up so much of your life you know what i mean that was one thing that savannah really like like hammered into me because i was trying to help her out like hey it's it's that time you know what i mean and she hated it every every time that like she had to do it or every time that i told her she would like get at, like upset with me he's like okay like my my life doesn't revolve around that like now it kind of does you know yeah. what i mean so it's i was like i'm just trying to be as helpful to you as i can you know what i mean so it's things like that and then dealing with postpartum depression at the same time trying to do both it's just like it could it could change someone for real yeah. so and it in that's caitlin's thing is mm-hmm. the hope is she oversupplies right, right yeah, oversupply yeah. is the best option yeah. right? because you can save it for breast milk oh. for a long time oh yeah, yeah. i will buy a deep freeze and we'll keep that yeah yeah, yeah for real yeah. yeah um but um yeah, that's her fear is that she's going to be attached to a pump 24-7. Yeah. <clears throat> and. And power to the women yeah. that have done it and they do it for up until the baby's over a year old. Like. Yeah, and that's and that's the whole thing is, is, and I told her, I said, like, it's, it is the best option, like, ultimately, hands yeah. down. Yeah. That's from the benefits of. Um, like immune system wise and all of yeah. this and nutrition. Yeah. Um, you know, formula has been tied to children's cancer. I did not know that. Yeah. Actually, I have a whole whole thing. Uh, formula puts kids at risk for SID, or babies at risk for SIDS. Is it certain types of formula or just formula in general? Risk of formula feeding. Mm. Um, higher risk of death from diseases. Higher risk of SIDS, higher risk of obesity, higher risk of diabetes, childhood cancers, heart disease, lower risk of lower intelligence, higher risk of chronic diseases, diabetes, stuff like that. Uh, ear infe- higher risk of ear infections, higher risk of allergy, asthma, lung infections, diarrhea, um, infection from unclean formula, um, higher risk from poisons in the environment. Yeah, that's there's crazy. so many there's a lot yeah. yeah that's so so many things that your baby's at higher risk for by formula, formula yeah so ideally 100 percent. you ask me we're breast we're, we, like if you ask me and i had the ideal situation we have an oversupply for the first year and we're great yeah truthfully like 
that's is that but that's ideal that's yeah. in a perfect world that's right yeah there's so many things aligning. yeah so many things that could go wrong in that situation yeah. uh, so just pray that it lines up great yeah like, i hope really, so because yeah. i it saved you a lot of money too <laughs> for real i know yeah it'll save you a lot that, of money. and that's another thing is like we already like you already think about how much you spend in a nursery alone like not even like throughout the childhood or throughout throughout the uh infant years diapers and everything the wipes all of that right mm. think of just your nursery dog i've been looking we just put together our registry yeah What's the grand total? <laughs> the grand total? Yeah. Oh, I, I promise you it's over like five grand. Dang, that's crazy. A pro- Yo, a car seat, a good car seat, like with good yeah, reviews yeah. And, and real high safety rating? Yeah. $300. Even a stroller is $300. about that much. Yeah. We looked at your stroller thing. Actually, I have it right here. I think. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so it's so crazy. Like, yeah. These people, and it's a whole industry of people profiting off. Like, And I don't mean that like. Yeah, if the man, <laughs> it's just an industry. One hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, crazy. The car seat. Oh, this is gonna. I, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> it's this one. Especially the brand Greco is a pretty big brand for babies. And oh yeah, like it's so safe. I think this might be your exact one. Yeah, but I don't elite, think this is our one. But the elite is better, right? Yeah, yeah. Safety wise, and you're about to have, yeah. to, have you're about to have to have two of them. Yeah, so That's I'm gonna need a double stroller. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Ooh, tactical diaper bag. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you got it. Oh, we're getting it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got Caitlin on board. Tactical diaper bag, and you want to know what the selling point was? What? They make they have insertions, uh, like bulletproof uh panels that go in the back of the diaper bag. Right, and so, ideally, the world is a crazy place. Yeah, active shooters are a thing. Mm-hmm. Shootings in public are a thing. Mm-hmm. Right, boom! You throw the diaper bag on the front of your toddler. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, bulletproof vest. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yep, we're getting it. <laughs> yeah, there's and there's so many accessories and stuff, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to trust. Yeah, trust. <laughs> yeah. And, and the topic is uh. you like. So we talked we talked about like um what trust means but there's so like there's so many aspects where you have to put trust and faith in someone right mm-hmm. and when trust is broken you have to give them grace mm-hmm. right Before we get into that how do you go about gaining someone's trust what are some things that will make you like put gaining. gradually put more trust into someone gaining or them gaining you right? gaining trust or them yeah, gaining, gaining trust with me? No, gaining their trust. Oh, how do I gain their trust? You show up. That, that that's the truth. Is mm-hmm. is when because you are only as good as your word is. Yeah. And so it'd be like if I told you we're shooting the podcast on Tuesday next week, and I say, okay, no. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, Thursday. You're not going to trust that when I say next week, yeah, the week yeah. after it, that I, that, okay, we're shooting Tuesday. Uh, you know, there, there's going to come with some hesitation of, oh, it's going to get pushed back. Uh-huh. And that's the same thing. You got to show up. Right, yeah. And when you show up, you have to show out. Yep. Do it bigger and better. Yep. Right? So, me and Caitlin have this thing. I always open the door for Caitlin. Mm-hmm. We try our, try our best. Obviously, when you are spending every day together, there's there's situations where you can't like we whether it's time or something like you're in a hurry, like we got to run to the car, like boom, mm-hmm. on the move quick. That's probably the only time I don't open Caitlin's door. Mm. Um, but when we first got together, I told her like you you don't touch doors. Mm-hmm. We go into a restaurant, I open the doors. We go mm-hmm. into like stores where. A lot of stores have automatic doors now, but any store that, like, when we get to uh, the baby store, mm. had a door you had to pull. Mm. Open the door. Like, there's certain things that you, like, it's little things that build that trust. Yeah. Right? So, 
little things up until big things. When those big things pass, it's back to little things, right? Mm-hmm. Consec- like uh, consistency. That's that's the best way. Yeah. Uh, to to put it, to build trust, you have to have consistency. I'll be here Friday. I got to show up Friday. Mm-hmm. Come hell or high water, got to be there. Mm-hmm. What about you? What? How do you? How do you? Get someone. Yeah, yeah. Build build that trust. Yeah. So for me, like you said, I'm, I'm only as good as my word. So what I what I say to someone is like I treat it like special because what I said to you was for you only. Like you you get to take that and then do whatever you will with it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm not gonna feed somebody some a word or information or anything that's gonna damage them, you know what I mean? What I what I always say to somebody is to for the better for them, you know what I mean? So as gradually time goes on and then like you said showing up things like that there's been several times where i've showed up for somebody in like some of their worst situations and things like that and just times like that is when they're like man like he he really got me and things like that you know so it's i'm I'm always gonna feed into you like mentally physically you know what i mean and like I'm someone like I'll make sure that you know I'm someone that you can depend on type of thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that also comes with <clears throat> when you can't show up, they know that you really can't show up. Right, yeah. Right? So we'll go with yesterday, right? Mm. We've been consistent on podcasts. Yep. We didn't shoot one week, took a week off. Yeah. Um but we've been consistent. Mm. This is the day we're shooting. We both show up and we do it. Yep. So yesterday, when we're both like, "Boy, yeah, <laughs> today's not the day. We uh-huh. got we got to shoot tomorrow." Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's push it tomorrow because I'm not feeling it either, man. I, yeah. I just, I'm tired. Mm. And so we both know and we both understand. Like, if we're if we're doing this, then. Yeah, we're yeah, communication yeah. is definitely key for sure. We both don't got it like that. Yeah. It's and and that's okay. It's okay to know like I'm not in a creative headspace today. Right. But let's push it back till tomorrow. Yeah. Because truthfully taking that extra day off is better than just sucking it up and doing it that day and then having a bad podcast. Oh, episode. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Cuz I I truly think even just us t- taking that day off or whatever right now our conversation is flowing smoothly and things yeah. like that and I don't know how it would have went yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, it's just crazy things like that. What would it take for someone to get your trust? consistency um would you say it's the same thing that it would take for yeah 100 percent. same way and I, I believe that's the only way trust is built is consistency mm-hmm. um do you think and this is a good question when when you're dating and when you're doing this or long-term relationships anything how much trust like do you, like me personally i believe some trust should be given I think mm-hmm. there's given trust and I think there's built trust, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think everybody, like, and this could be naive, this could be looked at a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. genuinely, I think you have to give a little bit of trust to everybody. Like, and that's surface level, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there's a surface level of trust that's given to everybody, mm-hmm. right? Do you think every person who walks past you in Walmart is going to rob you? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a level of trust. Right. It's Just like when you walk into a, a brand new relationship, the open level of trust is that you're not going to cheat on me. Yeah. But as far as getting deeper into trust, there's some things that I might not be comfortable telling you right now. Like if I had a like a dark like thing that happened in my life, it's so heavy on me. I don't know if I would trust you with that information. Just no. Um. Yeah. So so when and this is not even just for relationships. It's friendships, yeah, friendships too, and everything, right? Yeah. Everybody starts with this surface level of trust of you'll not like harm me. You're going to be a decent human being, mm. right? You can break that trust. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. That trust is easily broken. That surface level trust is easily broken. Mm-hmm. When you get to a deeper level, 
your like like that like when you're explaining problems there's surface level problems right man my tire got flat mm-hmm. those deeper level man my dad died and i'm broken mm-hmm. you can't go to every single one of your friends right you know what friends you can go to mm-hmm. in that situation um but for someone to build that that deeper trust with me it's consistency showing up that when i do offer you information you take it and like whether it's consoling whatever it is like you you do something with it you don't just oh yeah that's cool mm, no you like brush it off yeah thing. you when you get that deeper level of 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 feelings and and vulnerability you have to nurture that mm-hmm. it comes with i don't know what nurturing nurture i don't know what the like to care for it yes to care for it there we go um like you have to show that empathy and sympathy mm-hmm. and compassion like you like uh like just don't take it as a grain of salt, you know yeah. what I mean? Like really like think on it, you know what I mean? One hundred percent. Taking into consideration. Yeah. And uh promises. Mm. That's a big thing for me. Mm. Right? I I've spent my life with broken promises. Mm. So when you promise me something, stand on it. One hundred percent. Don't like if I ask you, like, yo, this is how it's gonna go, promise. You say promise. That's a contract with me. Mm-hmm. You you will break some level of trust. Every promise that's broken, every every lie that's told is it's. And once your trust is built up, there is no like once you have somebody's full trust. If you ever notice it, like there's nothing big enough to fully break that trust. Mm-hmm. There isn't. There's always some level of trust left, and this is where the when people are like. We have no trust in our relationship. I doubt it. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's, you still have some level of trust, some level of hope. And, like, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Me and Kaylee may have our problems. She may break my trust. I may break her trust. But ultimately, you still have trust that I'm going to be here. Right. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. You can call me. You know I'm going to pick you up wherever you're at or I'm going to come get you out of whatever situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Right? That's still trust. Right. And then it doesn't even have to be verbal, like promises and things like that. If I shake your hand, then that's a contract right there. Oh, yeah. Like shake on it type thing. You know what I mean? 100%. So, and now I'm expecting your end of the bargain to be met when, and then same with mine. Yeah. So do you feel – Do you? how do you feel your trust is is is, is built it i'm I'm not gonna keep saying same thing you saying (laughs) i'm gonna go more into detail but um yeah i definitely agree with consistency and like i said for me like your your word and things like that because i walk into a place say work i just started a new job things like that there's all kinds of different people around me and things like that so I have to protect myself because I'm not sure what kind of people I'm around, you know what I mean? So it could what could seem like a harmless person could flip the script and then make your life bad just in a second, you know what I mean? Whether that be an active shooter or whether that just be somebody like coming after your job, you know what I mean? So it it took a lot of conversation, how do you open up to me? So that allows me to open up to you. And then even though someone may be opening up to you, they might still not have good intentions with what you come out and say to them. So it's kind of like a, a give and get kind of situation with me kind of thing. Yeah, work is the one place that I'm not really vulnerable. Right, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like my deployment, I think like my team lead was the only person that I was really like built that relationship where yeah. I could be vulnerable. Um, like in a work aspect at any time um, but like I keep my like professional life very professional like people at work call me Tosh mm. like they they don't call me Tristan mm. um, 
because you don't know Tristan. Right. Right. It's two different people. Mm-hmm. When I'm at work, I'm an entirely different person. Mm-hmm. I, I run by an entirely different set of rules and I have to mm-hmm. like, and that's my own sanity because at the end of the day, when I leave work, when I, when I take off my uniform, whether it's military or, or at the hospital, when I take off my uniform, I'm me and whatever happened in uniform, whatever happened at work, Stays left the there. Uniform, yep. You you leave it with your boots, mm-hmm. right? That's a it's a saying, right? Leave it with your boots, mm-hmm. right? When the boots come off, whatever happened, whatever wh- whatever's going on, leave it there, right? Because mm-hmm. that's when work and stuff like that affects your your family time and your personal life. When you and all of that can. Like, when you are distracted from all of these other things, you're not nurturing the things at home, mm-hmm. right? So, Caitlin may need me and may need me emotionally, right? But I'm distracted by what so-and-so said at work and what, or what happened at work or this call or whatever happened. Um, I'm not focused on her needs, right. right? And that's probably the biggest thing that pregnancy has shown me, right? Is I've been very big on she's having these symptoms, these symptoms, these symptoms. Okay, what can I do to help? Right. How can I help you right now? Yep. Because you're not in this alone. You don't. I'm not going to reach some deadbeat who who allows you to just go through this by yourself. I'm going to help in whatever way I can, yep. whether that's food, whether that's just listening, whatever it may be, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up because what a lot of guys don't understand is like for women, that pregnancy is already so hard and that's the biggest time to build trust as a father. Yep. Right? They got to trust that you're going to show up. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not missing an appointment. I'm not, I don't, and I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I went to a blood work appointment. You know what? Literally, this is how yeah. we walked in. Asked if she was pregnant. Asked her how she found out she was pregnant. She said a home test. She said, "Okay, well, I think we're gonna do some blood work." They drew blood and we left. Mm-hmm. It was all of fifteen minutes. Yep. Even when it comes to like peeing and things like that, those tests just yep. pee in a cup, drop it off, and just bounce. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, I will be there for every appointment, every step of the way. Whether it's just to hold your hand or the to see the baby, I don't. It it doesn't matter. Right. Show up yeah. and show out and do the best you can, because you are only good like only good as you allow yourself to be. Yeah. Right. If you don't allow yourself to be in that situation, then like what are you doing? The little things mean a lot, man. And so. You say you're going to be at this appointment. You don't show up. And it's just one after another, after another, after another. What's going to happen? Like, It's going to show what kind of dad you're going to be. Yeah, 100%. And she's going to know, right? Mm-hmm. She's going to know that. Because she already has so many things going on in her brain right now anyways. Yeah. So she's definitely going to think, well, if you can't do this, then how are you supposed to do this? You know yeah, I mean? 100%. And. And it's great. Like, it's phenomenal. Like, I yeah. I love this. Like, mm-hmm. Caitlin, and this is the truth, it's, Caitlin loves it, but she's also miserable because she's pregnant, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, but she, and it's, and it's the weirdest thing, right? Yeah, because you just love being able to experience it. Like, no, 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 not even like my part yet, right? Her part. No, I'm talking about her part. Yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. She loves being miserable. <laughs> but hates being miserable. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's entirely, especially coming from where like it was hard to even get to that point. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So you're just loving it that much more. You oh, know? I think it's the greatest thing that I've ever like. Yeah, and it's so much excitement, man. Yeah. Hey, we were doing uh, what we were doing last night. Oh, gender reveal ideas. Mm-hmm. I will say this: me and Caitlin are gonna be the gender holders. Nobody else is gonna know. Right, so we're gonna take the envelope, oh. and we're gonna go to a uh, 
to a bakery and like drop it off and we're going to do our own little gender reveal with just us but then we're going to do a bigger gender reveal with everyone else and mm-hmm. we'll be the gender because that way you don't yeah, have to worry yeah. about people slipping up and telling anybody or anything like that yeah you get to find like you as a couple get to find out the gender and it's more intimate than yeah with you can because i know myself well enough it's like this when we get married i know i'm not going to cry at my wedding I know, I know I won't. I know that in a crowd, fu- in a room full of people, I will not allow myself to show that emotion. I know it, right? Same aspect, right? That gender reveal, I'm not going, I know I will not allow myself to be vulnerable enough in front of all of these people. Some I know, some I don't know, some, like, I, w- I could not allow myself to have that raw reaction, just not possible right. and i know that and then that's you have to know your own limitations like, mm-hmm. it's just so we'll do something more intimate where i can have that raw reaction mm-hmm. and vulnerable reaction and be happy be excited like and then go out and and tell everybody else and do a gender reveal that way um and and that and we can use that as an example. That's the one way. Kaylin knows how I work and how how I go, and she caters to that. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, yeah, I like, I know, I know you well enough to know, like, like I am already uncomfortable in big crowds. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's another form of like trust and things yeah. like that. And it's because you got like. Your partner, like, when you're in a relationship, and this is something that's going to sound so crazy to young people, is 90% of your time, like, outside of work, is with your partner. And adult relationships and grown relationships, mature relationships, yeah. 90% of your time is with your partner. Absolutely. I'd say closer to 95. Mm-hmm. Like, you're probably getting 5% of... Like true, true alone time, five uh, percent of the time. Is it an important five percent? One hundred percent. You need that that time to yourself. Um. But ultimately, like this whole concept of like, you have your life, I have my life, we have our life together. It's not a dynamic that's going to work long yeah, term. Yeah, it's not because every action and and thing you do affects the other person right whether you know it or not 100 percent. like the decision that you make today is going to affect your your partner tomorrow mm-hmm. whether that's financially emotionally mentally whatever it may be everything you do is going to have an effect mm-hmm. good or bad yeah and I was just having this conversation at work today where somebody who's young like us or whatever, uh, he's a little younger, but he wants to find the right one. He's like wondering how, like, how did you do it? Like, and things like that. I was like, bro, you just know. Like, I didn't I didn't come from a looking for it perspective. You know no. what I mean? If anything, I didn't want a relationship and things like that. But she found me and I had to understand like I'm not going to be able to find someone as good as this even like like there is no better you know what I mean yeah. so I'm like I'm not going to be able to find anybody as good as this and that also ties in with having children and things like that how do you have a children at this age or child at this age well it depends on your partner it can make or break your experience with that too cuz he was like bro there's there's no way you're going to be able to go like you're working you're gonna be able to raise your kids like have family time and then also chase your career too i was like like your partner matters bro like that much like that much of a difference can show depending on your partner like there's there's so many people that's on uh child support right now and it's becoming like a normalized thing like so many people put themselves on child support to beat the the woman to the punch and you shouldn't even have to worry about that, man. That, like we say, there's there's things that you should figure out about a woman or figure out in general, like 
just the two of you guys just like conversations about kids and things like that yeah. so with with the right woman and the right partner you like it just makes or breaks the experience truthfully. yeah and that's one conversation you have to have with yeah. kids right is what happens if we break up right right and you have to be honest with yourself and and this is where trust comes into play again mm-hmm. right because we can have this conversation but i have to trust you to stand on that throughout any emotion that you're having right right i have like if me and caitlin broke up today mm-hmm. today in this moment i know for a fact that i'd never be put on child support right same here i know yeah because and there's not a phone call that i wouldn't answer there's not a phone call there's not a time that if she said she needed something that i wouldn't provide it for a kid i mm-hmm. mean me, i and that's an adamant thing is i it, my job is not to provide for you anymore. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. My job is to for, provide for our child and I will make sure our child have it, has everything that they need. School right. supplies, shoes, clothes, anything mm-hmm. that they need. Got it. And then it's not even just like, like what you provide and just showing up things like that. Some men or women do it out of spite too. So that's another thing that you have to figure out. Like, okay, even though you won't, like, God forbid, this never happens. I'm like, okay, what if I cheat on you? And then what's going to happen? Will you put me on child support then? Or will you understand that I messed up in our relationship so it won't work? But what happens with the child is completely different from what happened with us. Yeah. So it takes that level of maturity to be like, man, you did me wrong, but this this doesn't have anything to do with our child and things like that. And it's just... Like, they're, and, that, and that's exactly what it is. It comes with maturity. Yep. It comes with understanding that this may not be my boyfriend, my wife, my husband, whatever it may be, but this is still the father or mother of my child. Yes. Like, because, like, me and Caitlin have already had the conversation in front of our kids. If we ever broke up in front of our kids. We're we're best friends. Mm-hmm. We're best friends. Period. Yep. We have disagreements. We have anything like that. We handle that behind closed doors, not in front of our kids. And right. that's in a relationship and outside of a relationship, period. Mm-hmm. Our kids will never see us argue. We'll never see mm-hmm. us fight. Because that's not, like, you are, t- like, in this something that's so crazy to for people to understand and to people to fathom is you are showing them the dynamic of relationship that they're going to chase after. Yes. You are going to be the foundation of love mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. Right. So if, if I'm yelling and I'm talking disrespectful and I'm cussing and, and screaming at Caitlin, what like my son's either going to do that or my daughter's going to, look for that like is going to be in that situation like oh this is normal Mm. dad does this no it's not okay like you have to show your kids the perfection of love so that that's their standard Mm -hmm. like and we've had the conversation we have a little girl and this is the truth is this is exactly why i don't want a a girl because i'm gonna be that little girl's gonna have me wrapped around like wrapped around me like wrapped around her little pinky yeah and uh Boy, that's scary, man. Is I, I. There's not much you wouldn't do for her, <laughs> th- <there's laughs> if anything. I, yeah, I yeah, exactly. Do. And and that's terrifying, right? And I told Caitlin because we were. She sent me some video of some like little girl kicking her mom out of the bed, out of the bed, and was like, "You're going to sleep on the couch. I'm ta- I'm sleeping in your spot." And I was like, Caitlin. Our daughter says that. Boom! You gotta go. Yeah. You're yeah. out. Like, yeah. Go sleep on the couch. You heard her. <laughs> she made the rules. <laughs> but it's just like, and that's ultimately what it is. Is I know for a fact that like, I can teach my son so much. I could teach a boy so much. I have so much knowledge and so much life experience for only being. 23 years old like right. i i have been through so much and done so much that i know i can guide them in the aspect of what it become what it means to become a man a daughter 
It's scary. Mm-hmm. All you can show her is what a man is supposed to look like. Not even that, right? So I saw it as... Uh, I saw a post and it made so much sense when I when I thought about it. Mm. It said, "A woman will teach a girl to be a woman, but a man will teach a woman to be a lady." Mm. So, Caitlin can show her what it means to be a woman and how to how to love and how to do this, mm. but and this is something that's gonna blow people's minds and. Uh, but there's this thing called class, classiness, mm. right? So, what's today? Tuesday, Friday. Go out downtown and tell me how many girls you see half naked. Beautiful women, mm-hmm. half naked, mm. right? So, that's not classy, right? right? Yeah. The definition, like, the, what classiness is, is is looking good and looking and showing off those curves and all of that, but doing it in a modest style. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can do a skin side dress, mm-hmm. but do you have to show your whole body? Right. Right. Are you going to leave anything to the imagination? Yeah. Like that's like me. Like, and that was my, my whole thing when I was single is I don't want someone who is, like not classy mm. be classy mm. like leave something up to my imagination I don't i don't want everything just put in front of me on a platter like oh this is exactly what i'm gonna get mm. no i like i like the curiosity of hmm she looks good in that mm. hmm, i wonder if she has back dimples mm. <laughs> like yeah. make it interesting yeah right it's because like i don't I don't mean to sound sleazy, but I don't want it if it's that easy. You feel yeah, one hundred percent. And it, yeah. and it's and and that's honest. Like I don't like even if it appears appears that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want it if it appears because the same way, like you're holding yourself now is what I'm looking like. Well, she might do this in our relationship, and I'm not okay with that. Like, yeah, I'll be like. I should not know that, like, here's a good example. Um, I, me, me and Caitlin have, have the conversation. I don't care what Caitlin wears. She wear whatever she wants. I won't tell you what you can and can't wear. Mm-hmm. Except, except, um, you know that mesh material? Like, the see-through, see-through material? Yeah. No, not a... Mm. wear whatever you want don't wear that mm. that's, nope. it comes with a thing where it's like just respect like yeah. and that's what it, it comes is. to a point where you're like you shouldn't have to tell somebody what to wear and things like that and i get there's some some boys that like are like no i don't want you showing no skin or just things like that or yeah. i want your titties covered up completely like type stuff but I married you knowing you was bad. Yeah, stretch your stuff for yeah. real. Yeah, and uh, but like like you said with the mesh and things like that, you have the respect for me to know that you probably shouldn't wear things like yeah. that. And that's and, and but that was my dynamic. Like in the conversation of, are you going to tell me what I can and can't wear? Nope. But there's there's boundaries. There is a yeah. boundary there. Like if right. you walk out and I can see your ass cheeks and your titties through your shirt, mm-hmm. like yo what are you doing yeah, yeah. and at that point i'm not going to tell you what you can and can't wear i'm going to leave yeah i'm going to be done yeah like you because that's so disrespectful yeah like it's like since at what point did you think that i would be okay with it i mean it's like i said it's not a choose what you can and can't wear but there's things that i'm going to be here for and there's things that i'm not going to yeah, tolerate yeah it's, i i will bounce out yeah and i will tell you one one time i'll be like yo if this happens again, I'm done. I'm good. I'm I'm out. Mm. All Gucci. If you think that you probably shouldn't wear it, then you shouldn't wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, if you think this is something that's going to upset me or, like, be disrespectful towards me, then don't because, do it. Because <laughs> that, and that's, and that can get into our next, conver- our next conversation, right? Mm. Th- there's this, like, the difference between men and women, right, in relationship is men feel that love in the aspect of respect. Mm-hmm. 
right? Respect my word, respect my decisions, respect what I like say and do. Like, mm. just show me respect. Mm. If I say, if I can go home right now, if I go, yeah, we'll go home right now and tell Caitlin, I'm getting a dog. I bet you she won't have any objections. She's going to respect my decision. Mm. And that's, if, if I go home and I was like, um, I think I need a, I, I want a new car. I, I, we've had this conversation. I want a new car. I don't think my car really fits me. Like, it's not really like what I've driven in the past. Like, it's just, mm. it's not me. I want a new car. I kind of want a Camaro. It's not logical to get Camaro now. I'd probably get a Charger, like a Super B, mm. Scat Pack, some, some little quick. Yeah, a little quick. <laughs> a little quick. And, uh, but she'd be like, okay do it i feel like with both of those situations that's something you should have a conversation about because a dog is that's a that's another oh, yeah, living yeah, yeah. thing that you, no, we, you both have to take care of we could have and the conversation but if i made the decision like 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 like, like the car right mm. my car if i was like i'm trading my car in like what do you think should i do it mm. we can afford it do it mm. because and that's where I was going to yeah. go into with that. Like that's a that's a financial yes. like thing right there. Yeah. And, and Kaylin, but but Kaylin's going to trust my ability to make decisions financially. Right. Yeah. One hundred. Wouldn't do anything to detriment. Exactly. The, yeah. Like the I, finances. I will not buy anything without triple, quadruple, checking five times over that we can afford it. Right. And I and I'll break it down, and I'm like, before I call Kaylin for any big purchase, I'm like, look, I already did the math. We can afford this. You cool with this? Mm-hmm. I bought a gun. Um, I bought the AR, and I was like, "Yo, I did the math. We can afford this with no like no hiccups in our budget at all." Like, mm-hmm. you okay with this? Yeah, do it if that's what you if you want it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also the person who doesn't really buy anything. Like, I hardly ever buy stuff for myself. Yeah. So when I do, it's probably number one. It's probably more expensive. And number two, Kaylin's like, do it. You you deserve to spend money on yourself too. Mm. I just bought a two hundred dollar PlayStation controller. <laughs> Damn, really? It's two hundred dollars. Oh the yeah, controller? for the for the uh, DualSense Elite uh, with the back yeah. paddles and uh, um, adjustable analog sticks. Adjustable, yeah. Uh, Great controller, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's not sponsored, but I stand by it. One hundred percent. Don't get in a match with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> <You> try hard. <laughs> sweaty, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sweaty. Hands clammy. <laughs> sweaty. Yeah. No, uh, um, but we were, and we had been talking, we've been talking about it, and I've been saying I want this controller, and, and Caitlin's like, yeah, get it. If we can afford it, get it. And so mm. we were at Walmart, and I just, we went in for something, and I, and I just stopped by the electronics section. I was like, they have one. Mm. she's like get it like we can afford it now and we can afford it now before the baby comes like just get it now because we don't know what our situation our budget's going to be like after the baby's born Mm. so i get it right luckily it's the last one they had he the guy at walmart pulled it out of the case and was like yeah these keep sweat selling out so quickly i'm like (laughs) yeah yeah boy but She's not she's not going to run the numbers. She's not going to like she's going to trust the fact that if I say we can afford this, we can afford it. All right. Because number 1, she trusts that I'm going to find a way even if we couldn't fi- afford it, right? Mm-hmm. If anything came up unexpectedly, I'd find a way. Mm-hmm. Have I do like I I know how everything works. So if we're in a situation where boy uh, we forgot about this i'll figure it out we'll figure it out together one of us and so you just gotta have that trust and that Mm -hmm. fundamentally and then build that that deeper trust yeah now we've talked about gaining trust we've talked about trust in general now, what are your thoughts on rebuilding trust? And that can, it doesn't just have to be with relationship and things like that. It can be with friendship as well. It's easy. It is. Rebuilding trust is it, rebuilding trust is easy. 
People make it seem like it's harder, it's impossible, but it's not. Does it depend on what broke the trust to begin with? No. So regardless of the situation, it's easy to build it back? With willingness. Yeah. With willingness, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm willing to build trust and you're not, it'll never work. Right. Yeah. It takes willingness from both parties. It's mm-hmm. a two-way street. Rebuilding, rebuilding trust is a two-way street, but once you're both willing to do it, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Because you both can be mindful, right? Mindfulness is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have to understand that I broke your trust in this way. And now there's certain parameters that I have to follow in order to rebuild your trust. Mm-hmm. Because you need that reassurance from whatever it was that broke the trust in you. 100%. Mm-hmm. Because I have to teach you, I I have to show you that you can trust me to never do this again. Whether it's, and I don't care what it is. And, and people say you can never come back from cheating. You can never come back from this, that, and other. Mm-hmm. You can. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. Like, cheating is not a done deal for me, right? Mm-hmm. It it may be a done deal for you, but right, for, yeah, yeah. for me, it's not, right? Yeah. And that's and like you said, like it's it's not a done deal for you. For me, for me, it is. But I don't I don't knock anybody that goes like that tries it again. You know what I mean? Like salute to you guys because it's it takes a strong relationship to be able to do that to begin with. For one, and for two, there's always a comeback from a situation like that, from any situation. Like that one time could be the only time that it ever happened. So, and this is what I tell people, right? Have you ever had a relationship like Savannah? Nope. All right. Savannah never would. I know Savannah. I (laughs) know Savannah better than anybody in my entire life. Mm. Savannah would never cheat. Mm. But if she did and you were put in that situation, I guarantee it'll be different. Yeah, it'll be different for right? sure. Right? It'll be different. You won't walk away immediately. Nope. I, I promise you. Mm-hmm. I promise you you'll give it a college try. I, I guarantee. Like, no, I'm telling you, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. I got out of a relationship with so-and-so, uh, right? Been through it. Done it. Said I would never do it again. Yeah. When you're put in that situation, it's entirely different. Right. When you've experienced something you've never experienced before, and you know, like, and it's it's the foundation of, I know who this person is, right? Like, here, here you go. If Savannah cheated on you tonight, right? And you found out tomorrow, day after, she came to you and told you, right? You think you would just walk away and be done. Honestly, in your ho- in, in your heart. Truthfully, I can't. I can't because we we have too many things together right now. It would be a process, and if the relationship were to be able to be saved during that process, then yeah, I might stay. But if she cheated, and I know I'm like, okay, this isn't something I want to stay for. I have to figure out what the like our house is going to be like. Because we have this house together, I have to figure out when I'll be able to move out. I have to figure out what would be in the price range for by myself. I have to, I have to just be independent and figure out what will work best for me and my child. Yeah. Because now I have to not just apply for the whole family. I have to supply for myself and my child. So two children. Yeah, children. Yeah. So I have to be able to make that move and get that situated, which. You don't have time to think about that beforehand. You you shouldn't have to think about things yeah. like that beforehand. So it's a long That's process. That's actually very bad to think about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's actually called it's called something. Self tap sabotage? No. No. It's um self sabotage is when you do something to sabotage your relationship. Just, yeah. But there's a I can't think of the actual term, but when you think about how you leave or you always have an exit plan, it's not healthy. Yeah, yeah truthfully and like i said i'd I'd never we never think of all this stuff until now we're having this conversation like there's so many things that you have to line up and get in order for you to it's not just you can just walk away type of thing 
And that's what happens like when you're married and things like that. When you have a child together and things like that. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, it's people people who aren't in that situation, who who are in their first long-term relationship, like long, long-term relationship, who, are th- who have like thought about marriage in this relationship and stuff like that. Like, it's easy to say I wouldn't stay. But then when you're in that situation and you know Savannah, you know mm-hmm. who Savannah is as a person, mm-hmm. right? It's it's easy to like, it's easy for you to understand someone's perspective, mm-hmm. right? It's easy for you to, it's easy for you to call out on, on their bullshit too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to say, oh, this isn't, that that isn't you. So that that's not true. So. You, you, you can. You, this is your chance to be honest with me and tell mm-hmm. me the truth of what's going on and and what you were thinking and and all of this, because the truth is the same way. If Savannah spent too much money, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a conversation of like, what were you thinking? Like, what were you like? All of these things are are repairable, mm-hmm. right? Name. One verse in the Bible that says it's okay to divorce. I don't know one. There isn't one. Yeah. I don't think. And if I'm wrong, someone let me know. Mm-hmm. But there isn't one. It talks about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And to forgive you like God will free To forgive people yeah. like God will forgive you. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. You're one. Yeah. In God's eyes. Mm-hmm. So... You, you you figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Because the same way you're going to figure out if Savannah was driving your car and crashed it, you'd figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be upset. What does it say about adultery? I can tell you. Here's the only, here's, here's the thing about divorce. Mm-hmm. It has been said anyone who divorces his wife's wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality or immortality makes her the victim of adultery and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery hmm. um adultery and this is all matthew 5 mm. um you have heard that it was said you shall not commit adultery but i tell you that any one who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her heart in his heart mm-hmm if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown in hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go to in, go into hell. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you take from that message? How would you so, interpret it so your own? So divorce, word? right? It mm-hmm. says divorce. The only thing you you can get divorced for is in, in, uh, infidelity. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me make sure. I want to be sure. Yeah, yeah sexual immortality. Mm-hmm. So um, cheating. Yeah. Not talking to someone. No. Like. Not kissing someone. Yeah. Having sex yes. with someone. Sexual yeah. intercourse. Yes. Right? Um. Is the only thing that authorizes divorce. Mm-hmm. So, here you go. Mm-hmm. You find out Savannah's texting another dude. There's a challenge between faith, yeah, faith and you wish, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, I yeah, because it's 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 crazy because you caught it at that point. What if you didn't catch it? You know what I mean. You just never know what could have happened. Yep. Like either she would have stopped it herself, or she would have went forward and committed adultery. So it's just, I don't know, man. That that would be a big fight between your flesh and the. And word. so then, right? You divorce her mm-hmm. without the sexual immortality. Mm-hmm. Now, if she ever marries again, it's adultery. Right. 
That's crazy how that works. Yeah. That's crazy. Without the sexual immortality, you've now put her and everyone else in the position of adultery. Mm. So now that we've talked on the relationship side of it, what is your thoughts on rebuilding a friendship? See, what it it differs, right? It does because, differ because with the relationship, you told me that uh, you can come through anything. Yeah, basically, right? yeah, yeah. You can rebuild trust no matter what. Yeah. Now, how does that fall with friendship? Because <laughs> in the Bible, it just says forgive, love, love thy neighbor, and things like that. Just love, forgive as you repent for God to forgive you. Yeah. So how what is your take on friendships? I will say there's people who I have no beef with, but I am no longer friends with. I completely understand. They will never rebuild the trust that I had for them. But there's no hatred in my heart for them. There's no means to get even or... Anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because that comes from my relationship with God, not our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between friendship and and relationship and marriage, Mm -hmm. right? Because relationship and marriage, it's our relationship with God. We have our own relationship with God, but our marriage is built on our relationship with god yeah that's the biggest difference Mm -hmm. so do you think that do you wish that person the best in life or yeah yeah i don't and that's what i mean by when i say don't i have no hatred or 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 anything like that is do your best let let god have you prosper and, and follow whatever path he has for you but our paths no longer cross. Mm-hmm. Our paths are no longer intermingled. You stay over there. I stay over here. We're good. Like I have no beef with you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no animosity or anything. Mm-hmm. I wish nothing but the best. Like I pray God helps you prosper. Mm-hmm. But you don't have. I don't. I don't have to be there to help and 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 guide you in your prospering. Yeah. It's. And that was a test question because had you said that, no, you don't wish the best for them and things like that, then you don't truly forgive them because that's still hate in your heart. How how could you not? You know what I mean? So, and I'm the exact same way as you. I I have people that I was friends with for a long time and now like things happen and I'm no longer friends with that person. I forgave them for what happened and I pray for the best for them. I wish that they eat, you know what I'm saying? But can't eat at the same table as me you know what i'm saying because our our paths don't align anymore that trust was broken and i don't i couldn't see it being rebuilt so i wish you the best you know what i mean and i pray that you make it in life where whatever it is that you want to do but i don't see us being able to like do it in the same boat you know what i mean and 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 it comes from and i think a lot of that like there's certain things that like as a as a, as my boy and as my friend, like you, held to high expectations. Yes, you're you're held to higher than expectations than anybody else. Yes, right. Some random dude says some crazy stuff to my girl. Okay, we we'll have a problem then. But mm. after that, it's left alone. Mm. But there's you no, say yes, something. You to my said girl. something. Yeah. yeah, you said this thing or you speak on my character in a way that you know i i right. i don't hold myself to because there's so many boundaries that's crossed when that happens and you you like you, i can't trust you to tell the truth mm. right i i like you paint this picture of me being this person to someone now first of all i don't care mm. <laughs> that's the truth yeah is if this person wants to believe every word you say without getting in their own account, mm-hmm. then that's on them. That's on them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't do anything about that. That's not on me. It's mm-hmm. not on me to go around and, and straighten the story for everyone. Mm-hmm. I straighten the story for the people who deserve it. All right. And if it's on, 
if it's on you to spread those lies and things like that, knowing who I am, then that's just a detriment yeah. to yourself as well. And like, so to yourself, I don't care who you told. What I'm going to do is hold you accountable and say this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And and I think even then, there's a level of reconcilability. But the moment you lie about it, the moment you twist the truth, the moment that you say this wasn't said or this wasn't said when I know it was, mm. that's the level. Because now you're not only saying these things about me, mm. but you're also lying to my face about them. Right. Yeah. So now it's the same way with cheating, mm-hmm. right? I know the truth. So I come to you with the truth and I say, hey, what is this? Now you're making it so much more difficult to rebuild that trust right. within a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so do I think that trust is rebuildable in a friendship to a point? Yeah. But there's some things that just as in a relationship, I don't have to accept this yep. and I will walk away Yep. because just as I have relationship boundaries in my relationship, mm-hmm. I also have uh, boundaries in my friendships yep. because it's like, it's like this, right? I know I could leave, hundred grand sitting on this table right here leave and not be back for two weeks Mm, and no it'll still be here 100 Mm percent i know for a fact Mm -hmm. but the moment and that's and that's kind of the the thought process i have is the moment that i think you would touch a dollar on that on that table Mm -hmm. you're no longer you no longer have a seat at that table right yeah because the truth is i break bread with everyone Mm mm-hmm is I I've always been that person to to give and and to allow so much, and when you take that all for granted, now it feels personal, and mm. I'm not gonna sit here and allow that. All right. And with that being said, this, this has been, been an episode, episode of Brotherly Beliefs. Beliefs. Check the description for all the links. Um, like, share, subscribe, notification bells, all of it, whole yeah. nine yards. Um. If you don't have us on YouTube, get us on YouTube. If you don't have us on uh, Spotify, get us on Spotify. If you don't have us on Apple Podcasts, get on Apple Podcasts. Facebook, uh, TikTok, all mm-hmm. of the above. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys think and which, what topics you want us to dive into. Yeah. Give us some feedback. And, and uh, we'll until catch you guys time. later.